0: Hello and welcome to the Diary of a Female Entrepreneur podcast. This is the podcast that teaches entrepreneurs how to start, grow, and sustain their businesses while handling all the emotional challenges life throws at them like a boss. Here's your
1: host, Nancy Mensa, business and life coach, international speaker, and the founder of Triumphant Women Nonprofit Organization. Hey everyone, welcome back and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Diary of a Female Entrepreneur podcast. I am your host, Nancy Mensa. Today, I am honored to get the opportunity to talk to our featured guest. He is a truly, truly inspiring person, and I had the privilege of meeting him for coffee recently, and I cannot wait to share him with you. I cannot wait for you to hear what he has to say. He is doing amazing things um, and changing lives all across uh, our city and just uh, globally. So please 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 help me welcome Mr. Adeb Bakawi to the show. Adib, welcome. Oh, well thank you
0: Nancy so much. Um uh thank you for that kind introduction. Uh it's it's great to be here with you to, today. Um it's a uh, you know it's it's kind of like a gloomy Friday for Houston. Um uh, of course. uh but hopefully we'll get some sun next week. <laughs> I hope uh, so too. <laughs> yeah, but the- um, well, you know, my uh, you know, I'm Adeb Barkawi, and I'm currently the Uh, president and and, and CEO of an organization called ProUnitas. And ProUnitas, you know, empowers um, um, caregivers uh, and care coordinators um, with a technology-powered framework that empowers them, uh, you know, with with the ability to interconnect social health and educational services um, to more holistically and accountably provide care uh for the people who need us the most um and so you know it's 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 it, it, you know it gives me great pleasure to lead such an organization i founded that organization uh after my experience in the classroom um i came to houston uh you know thinking that i'll be back to medical school through teach for america and uh you know i taught 12th grade physics at cashmere high school um and that is really where i i saw firsthand um, the importance um, uh, of, of, you know, my students walked into the classroom with so many other needs than academic needs. Um, and it was very hard to coordinate um, services uh, for such non-academic barriers um, that would also include the educational um, instruction. Um, and that is really where uh, the idea behind um, Unitas came along. Um, and, 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 you know, that was to create uh, technology that would support the teacher, support the counselor, the care coordinators that are on our school campuses, and you know, care coordinators that are across different industries to more effectively coordinate services uh, that are across different um, areas uh, for their clients so that their clients can uh, reach their full potential and lead productive lives.
1: Wow, that that is great. And I know when you and I met, um, you shared a, a, a little bit of the just the actual classroom, you gave us, um, you gave me some really good examples. Can you go into, Eddie, just maybe one example of how this, the, this touched you and, and kind of gave you the, the start for pro unitas?
0: No, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the example that I'm, that I'm going to give is a little extreme, um, uh, but I mean, it always sticks with me because that was my first encounter. And I, you know, remember, uh, you know, I was so pumped to teach my lesson on vectors and scalars. And, Um, and, 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 you know, and, and I, and I was really pumped that day and I felt so equipped to teach that lesson. However, I had one of my students I noticed while I was teaching, you know, her head was down and, and I tried to get her attention in, in, in lots of different ways, you know, trying to make eye contact, walking closer to her and nothing would work. And, and I still remember, I mean, her name was Anaya and, um, and I leaned, you know, when, when it was time for the class to take a small individual assignment, uh, I walked towards Anaya, leaned down, and said, "Hey, what's like, what's going on?" And and I remember her telling me, you know, and and I've built a relationship with Anaya. I feel over the past month of school, you know, she would come to, you know, tell me her dreams and her aspirations, and you know, we would work on a couple of physics problems. So you know, it was unusual. So I leaned and I asked, "What's wrong?" And uh, and you know, in a broken voice, she responded, "You know, my mom was murdered last night, and I came to school." Too. And that is you know and and that's you know one extreme example, but so many students you know, mm-hmm. walked into the class either with you know needing mental health support um you uh, needing mentorship um and and some of them didn't have a need it was more of more enrichment, and it was just very difficult um on my school counselor and I remember you know seeing how. How overwhelmed the care coordinators on the campus. I mean, you know, schools do recognize that 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 mm-hmm. students need much more support than academics, and and there are staff on campuses. Um, you know, unfortunately, some schools don't, and that's a much larger issue. Um, however, mm-hmm. you know, it was just so difficult because the school counselors and the social worker were 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 getting so overwhelmed because they just didn't have the tool to manage such um, uh, needs. Um, in a way that would be effective and in a way that um, they could keep track of it all and you know be much more efficient. Um, it, it was kind of like you know done via paper and excel sheets and um, and just word of mouth and 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 that mm-hmm. was very hard and and that's really where um, you know such examples uh, you know are important because it really paints a picture of the reality of of public schools and and, and in general, um, uh, you know, schools in in low income communities and, and and the amount of needs that students walk into the classroom with and and the teacher is faced with this humongous um, uh, responsibility um, to teach, but then they really can't teach because there's so many other things that are um, in the way.
1: Wow! And Deep, thank you so much for sharing that story and. It really touched my heart when you shared it with me, and that's why I wanted the audience to hear because, um, I believe this example, and I'm sure several several examples, are all the reasons that gave you the push and kind of gave you also that vision to start um Pro Unitas, and we and we'll get more into that of um uh, of exactly what the organization does to to help um students such as Anaya, but. Just the fact that you as a teacher, um, you know you're able to recognize it and, and really just even help her and, and from that start something that will help everybody really just um, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's awesome, it touches my heart. and I know that it will also touch the hearts of everyone that is listening, who has um, you know children in school or anywhere like that, really. But another thing also is that um, you saw a problem and you created a solution. Can you share with us, you know, how soon, uh, or at least after all this, that did you decide to start Pro unitops?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, really, you know, the, witnessing this firsthand, I mean, you know, the fundamental problem here, um, or issue, or, or one could say an opportunity is, you know, it, care is really fragmented. Um, uh, you know, I mean, when you think about a student like Anaya and many of my other students, Um, it's just that there, there is nothing that is connecting the dots, you know, student, you know, take a student that was doing well in school and, and everything seemed good. Suddenly, you know, the, you know, the mother is unable, you know, lost the method of transportation, you know, child starts to miss school. Um, Then, you know, um, child starts to, you know, develop um, uh, you know, certain habits or, or like, you know, uh, become behind. And because now they're behind, there's this like cycle of failure that gets in the way. And, and, and then, you know, mental health aspect starts to emerge. And so, you know, there are so many things going on at once that I saw like, you know, ev- I can assure you, Nancy, that every one of my students walked into my classroom with the highest aspirations to achieve. That was not the problem. All my students had dreams and wanted, you know, a self-fulfilling life. Um, But, but, you know, I I kept seeing this problem. Really, ProUnitas came, um, it wasn't like, oh, I saw this problem and ProUnitas came along. Um, It was an idea that kept changing and pivoting along the way that, okay, you know, how do we manage this care? How do we provide accountable care to students um, and other individuals? I I mean, we're talking about a case scenario in schools, but... There's so many other industries that could benefit from such care coordination. Um, yes. And so, you know, I kept looking at the issue. And at first it was like, okay, well, students need support. And and, and, and and that was okay. Well, you know, well, let me kind of coordinate this on myself and kind of reach out whenever a student wants something or go to the counselor. Then me and my counselor were like, like, wow, this is too much to manage. How do we keep track of all of this? So we started doing it in Excel yes. sheets. And then we were like, well, how do we know if the services that the students are now in are actually, you know, like, are the students responding to them? Um, uh, You know, how many services are students in? You know, that number. And so we were like, okay, well, that's hard. Um, How do we, how do we report on, um, okay, how do we know that we need more of this service than this service? So the idea kept pivoting and changing, but the underlying um, idea behind it is, we needed something or an infrastructure that would allow the coordination of various services and student needs much, um, you know, to be done in a much better way. Um, and at the same time, you know, redefining what does it mean to teach a child, right? Like it's not to pass test scores at the end of the day. Like if we stand behind, we need to provide a holistic education. And, you know, how do we do that? Right. Like there are so many methodologies on um, and, and and schools, you know, stand by saying, you know, we provide holistic. You know, the why behind holistic education is really understood. Um, it's the how um, that, that I've always seen missing. Well, OK, well, how do you do that then? Um, and so that is really how the idea kept pivoting and changing and, and looking at, you know, students, asking them, um, working with my counselor. Um, uh, you know hand in hand um you know talking with so many other teachers and counselors about the struggle of just managing the amount of care um that is being provided mm.
1: Mm. now um i know this this really resonates with me because as entrepreneurs we solve problems and you saw a, a problem and you know you work with the counselors and and other people to even create a solution. And even as you're listening out today, really, if you see a problem, you know, ask yourself, do I have what it takes to solve it? Because many times as people, we tend to see a problem and rather than providing a solution, we just join the wagon of people that are complaining about it or pointing fingers or or waiting for someone else to come along and fix the problem. But an entrepreneur is someone that provides a solution, whether on a local level or a global level, eventually. But you are a solution-oriented person. And, Adeeb, I really love what you did there. Now, what is... um? I Just based on your work experience, it looks like you were heading to medical school. <laughs> so tell me what happened. Was there a certain point where you remember your mindset or your interest shifting? Yeah, I mean... It-
0: this is really where serendipity, you know, comes into place. I mean, you know, I look back and now I can say like, I did this and then I did that and then this happened. But, you know, while I was at it, you know, things just happened, to be honest, Nancy. I mean, you know, I was heading to med school, worked in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, went to grad school for, you know, physiology and biophysics. And, um, and I just decided to join Teach for America. Really, there was no reason other than, you know what, let me just do this. Like when... Uh, will I get the chance to do something dramatic, you know, in in a way of like, and I was placed at Houston and and the kids just took my heart. Like it was, you know, things, you know, just, you know, I, I guess, um, uh, you know, to, to, to your comment about, you know, trying to find a solution to something, um, -hmm. sometimes you're in the right time at the right spot. uh, Mm Um, That, that you just jump on, you know, an opportunity where things are working out in that way. And so, so a moment in time where I would say, no, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go to med school. Uh, I mean, there wasn't like a specific event that changed it. I think um, it was really just in a way meant to be in, in a sense of, you know, got into yeah. this, um, saw the issue, um, you know, became passionate about it. Uh, and 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 it just felt honestly the right thing to do. It wasn't that going to med school was going to be the bad decision, and and, and there was no right and wrong. It was it, it just felt right, and I trusted my gut that this is what I want to continue to do, um, and that's what happened. Um, you know, with all honesty, um, there isn't a grandiose story behind it, and and I think that you know to, to your comment about. You know, entrepreneurs. I think one thing that I encourage entrepreneurs, and I'm always self-reflecting about, is sometimes it's not the best, you know, thing to always jump to solutions. Um, yeah. I think so much can happen when you listen to others and identify pain points um, through being a compassionate individual, and and truly, you know, kind of um, putting it out there that that you know all collaboration is is, is welcome and. Um, and and being nice about it and and, and compassionate about it, um, I think can go a long way because you know change is hard and 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 and, and you know I mean we're talking about you know with ProUnitas and its technology purple, um, it's really it's not just technology it's really a mindset shift of how we provide care in a very accountable way, um, how we respond to needs um, and ensure that we're accountable to them. Um, and so change takes time and we have to bring people along. Um, because sometimes, you know, when we come up with solutions and we're like, this is the right thing to do, it can really turn off a lot of people and you can really lose a lot of individuals along the way, um, that you don't really need to lose. I mean, you know, I I, I don't know who told me this or, or, um, you know, I, I wonder if it's a quote and if it is, um, you know, um, I don't really know who to quote on it. However, I think it says when we turn, you know, competition into collaboration, it becomes a celebration and, and that really sticks with.
1: I love that. I don't know. who's I feel like I've heard it, but I'm not quite sure. But I really like that. Um, now, with that, I, you mentioned in one of your interviews that as a country, we are program rich, but we are system poor. Can you elaborate on that and how that furthers the mission of unitas?
0: Absolutely. So when you look at the fundamental things that, you know, purple. Pre-K-12 is, um, and, you know, within the education space and hopefully other um, frameworks that we look to develop in other industries. At the fundamental base of the problem is, you know, there are a lot of organizations and programs that deliver services in the city of Houston, for example. But a lot are, you know, are delivering services in a silo. Um, and and, and, and there is no system to help coordinate and connect such organizations. Um, so take, for example, a student that, you know, is is being mentored, but at the same time, um, you know, is being provided with nutritional services at the same time, um, you know, needing maybe mental health services um, and educational, like, you know, a coordinator or a counselor or a social worker, you know, needs to know that all of this is happening to prevent duplication to enhance collaboration between services, of course, you know, to the limit in which, you know, privacy is allowed and, and, and we have to be respectful of student data and all of that. Um, but collaboration and and, 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 and you know, knowing that, okay, this is happening, um, this is what, you know, um, the student was in, and therefore, you know, as, as they progress through grade levels, you know, the counselor and, or the care coordinator is able to um know, you know, what services we're, were, you know, are they working, what's going on. Um, so when I, when we say program rich and system poor, it's really to say that we need both. Um, you know, we need programs and an infrastructure, um, which is a system um, that could help bring a lot of these programs together around, um, a, you know, a student or a client or so. Uh, and so, you know, that is really what we mean by it is, we help as an organization connect the dots, um, yes. you know, rather than um, every organization working independently. Because the likelihood of someone coming in with only one need or 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 or, or one program is, is very unlikely. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for someone to grow holistically, um, multiple things have to be working all at once. Um, And we view the framework, Purple, Pre-K-12, the technology as kind of the glue between them.
1: Wow. Now, let's go into that. Tell me, uh, tell the audience as well, exactly what ProUnitas is and also the software uh, called Purple that your organization uh, pushes out to schools. Absolutely. Um, So ProUnitas, as an organization...
0: um, you know, it exists uh, with the mission, um, you know, we provide a technology-powered framework, um, you know, a platform that interconnects social health and educational agencies that, you know, that empowers care coordinators um, to provide more holistic and accountable care. That is our, um, um, our, our mission. Uh, in education, we developed something called Purple Pre-K-12, and uh, uh, it's a tech platform framework that empowers care coordinators on school campuses, which are usually your nurses, your social workers, your counselors, to more effectively manage the care that they are providing to students. That is on a high-level point. Now, to tell me, well, okay, well, tell me, like, what are the things that it does? How does it help a counselor or Mm -hmm. care coordinator? It helps them more effectively and equitably identify students that need support. Um, it, it, it empowers them to connect students to, to various services and nonprofits and social services. It allows them to monitor, you know, um, is the student attending the service? How is the service doing? How many services the students are in? And it helps the counselor keep track of all of the information and make better strategic decisions in how they are providing care and managing and coordinating care for students. So take, for example, will tell me, well, adeep how, ident- how does it help a counselor better identify students? So, you know, a counselor already gets referrals from teachers, already, you know, gets emails. You know, we are not recreating really much, Nancy. We just, you know, saw a lot of the inefficiencies that are taking the counselor and the social worker and the care coordinator away from the people who need them, which are students, and we said, well, how can we make this process easier? So in identification, now instead of different teachers emailing, talking, and and, and kind of information coming left and right, there's a centralized referral system that is digital and safe that anybody on campus can access and refer a student if, you know, the student confines in them that they need something. Um, and that is much more organized. The counselor is able to view it all in one dashboard, um, update, you know, the status of, like, have they seen the student? Did they connect them? What's going on? The other way that it helps identify is that it looks at indicators such as attendance. You know, attendance is it's such a wonderful metric to look at to, 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 you know, early on identify if a student is starting to struggle or no. Um, because If a student is not attending school, that is a big problem, they're missing out a lot. Teachers already take attendance, they already record behavior, Purple integrates with that school information system, and and, and in a way, you know, says, hey, alerts that there's an issue here going on, a student suddenly started missing school or so on, um, that the counselor can, be, can, can look at, or the care coordinator, and say, okay, well, let me reach out and say, you know, maybe the student is on vacation. Okay, well, that's okay you know, or much more where the student, you know, family have lost transportation and now the school needs to do something and work, you know, with the family to arrange transportation methods. Uh, and so that is really now the you know, we're, it moved away. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, well, is this something new that a counselor now has to do? They're like, no. Really, what the counselor's already doing right now is much harder than than now what the system is allowing them to do, because otherwise it would have been, well, you know, A student walks into the office or a teacher is emailing or a parent called and, and, you know, everything is coming from different directions. So so that's how it helps identify. um, And then the connection is, well, the counselor and the career coordinator on a school campus has already built a lot of relationships with community partners, um, with nonprofits, mentorship groups. It's just that they're keeping track of them either in their head um, or you know, in their office or in their spreadsheet. And, you know, how do you keep track of all of that? You know, things do change over time. Or, you know, think about it this way. If that counselor or principal leaves, a lot of these services leave with them. I mean, that is not good for kids. And so it institutionalizes that knowledge and and you're able to make these connections. And, and then you're also able to see, well, okay, well, is the service actually seeing the student? Is the student going to the service? what's happening. So, so, so that's really what we mean by it makes that care coordinator job in managing care so much more efficient and accountable because if a student has been flagged multiple times that they need support and nobody's reaching out to them, that is a problem. And, and, you know, of course, there's other things where, you know, counselors and social workers are so important. They are integral part of a school. And that is also what we advocate for. You know, they are essential. We need more of them. We need to support them. I truly believe and we truly believe at Prointos that counselors and care coordinators in, in 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 school settings and other settings, you know, are are not are undervalued. Um, you know, a counselor can't say, Well, I raised this test score, you know, I, but now with the system, a counselor can say, look at how much you know, I've done, and this is my value. I mean, it's unfortunate that they have to say that this is my value, but at least now there is a system that could help with that.
1: Wow, that, I mean, I this is such a great and um, innovative program and or system that ProUnitize um, has developed, the Purple, and really, it just sounds like it's something that's going to alleviate the, you know, the pain points that school caregivers, counselors, um, have to deal with on a daily basis, but also it's such a breakthrough um, software, breakthrough program for students, especially the students that truly, truly need um, the help. I mean, just the way you've described it's almost like, really, no, there'll be no one left behind. There'll be no excuses. Any child that needs help beyond the education, beyond the classroom, beyond the grades, they will receive that help as long as that system is um, in place at the particular school no
0: i mean and and that's and that's really the aim is you know when you know i mean i don't know if you asked me or somebody else i mean i mean they were like well the prounitas mission says you know the mission i mean even on the website is to empower care coordinators with technology that interconnects social health and enrichment services to maximize the delivery of holistic and accountable care and then they're like well but you just you kind of talk only about schools and i think as entrepreneurs You know, that is really a good lesson that I learned. I mean, Kurt Schneiber is, you know, a great mentor of the organization, and he helped us come up with a timeless mission. Because while we have Purple right now for schools, um, but care coordinators exist in hospitals, they exist in, um, you know, other settings, um, such as colleges, um, universities um and so while you know we have our first kind of take within schools and counselors and sources, that's also why we use the word care coordinators it was very difficult to come up with it to be honest I and mean, we were like should we say counselor it's really you know and and that's the thing and, and 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 to your point about no child being you know left or falling in between that's really our advocacy i mean we really want every child to to increase that probability of a child being successful um, and we hope that our system will Provide and, uh, you know, you know, show the gaps so that advocacy groups and and, and, and legislatures and politicians can can make, you know, hopefully changes based on data as well as the stories that accompany them. Um, Because, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, the data doesn't um, you know, the data really empowers to say, you know what? We are maxed out on school counselors. We have every data to show that we need it. This is not just about a story of one counselor saying, I am overwhelmed. This is really across the whole city. And this is a problem that we need. We need more mentorship services. And this is why. Because look at all of these kids that need it, and they're not getting it. And the data shows Yes.
1: Wow. And I love the fact that we're talking about everything the program does. And I can't wait to hear more about you know the the other um, areas that the purple will even be used in as you mentioned hospitals and and mental health institutions and just different places i know um, with, with you and such the great team that you have around you this is just going to be, be so mind blowing it already is um, so i can't wait to see what everything else that um the, the the software will be able to do now um our our audience of course is a large group of um, entrepreneurs. So let's get into just when you were starting this venture. Um, I see that you're funded right now by many foundations, uh, such as the Rockwell Fund or the Houston Endowment. How do you get in touch, um, and what's the process, especially in the early stages of your company?
0: You know, absolutely. And I, I mean, to be honest with you, um, it, when I was in the classroom, I built a lot of relationships. Um, relationships are so important and I not just, you know, and, and I genuine relationships. I mean, I would really kind of emphasize that, you know, uh, relationships that are built, not because you need something or you see that you will need a person at one point, but truly relationships where you want to know about that person. And and so I, I really had no idea that unitas will come along, but I was always in the pursuit while I was in the classroom to build relationships, to, to To go out and and you know different forums where the various funders used to attend and 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 we just got to know each other and with no aspect in mind other than to discuss topics about school discipline um restorative justice and 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 then as the idea of prointas started to come along um you know. I they were kind of mentors in, in in helping develop it even more. So, you know, what better than having your funder be a mentor at the same time a collaborator, you know? However, um there are key people, um, especially in the funding world, um, that really took me under their wing um and supported me. And um and that one of them um is uh Nancy Fries um with the Friess Foundation. I mean, she is a very close mentor. Um, you know, she really believed in me and, and, and believed in my um uh, uh investment. And, and you know, that introduction came from um someone um called Debbie Dalton. Um uh, and, and and I like to mention them via name because because you know you have to give credit where credit is due. And um and, and those are individuals, um, you know, Nancy has uh, you know really believed in what we are doing and and, and she exposed me to other funders and um and 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 and, and kind of like you know um helped me um it kind of uh, flesh out you know what we're what we're doing and what we're looking at and um and, and that's why Nancy, I truly believe that there's nobody that does it on their own in this world, like you know saying that I did this and I put myself out there, somebody somehow comes into your life you know and 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 I feel like you know if if we stick with the idea and 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 we truly kind of are passionate uh, you know behind it, stars do align and 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 there are certain things that come into your life and everybody has their story and there is no roadmap, um, you know. However, you know there are key individuals that 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 play and have played a huge role in this mm-hmm. and um and now it's about maintaining and you know you know those connections and. And continue to advocate about the work. And um, but it's but it's interesting how you know different people come in your life at different times. Um, and 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 when when the intentions are genuine, I truly totally believe for the most part, you know, the results are great.
1: You're right, and thank you so much for mentioning that. Um, people really uh, sometimes underestimate the importance of building not just any relationship but genuine relationships i think sometimes especially when uh, a woman or a man is starting a business from scratch you know as an entrepreneur you need so much help from so many people and sometimes we make that mistake of of going to people just to see what we can get from them uh and failing to realize that building that genuine relationship where actually we Uh, give the person value is much more um, important than, you know, us trying to get something from someone. So as you're listening today, make sure that if you're trying to get your business off the ground or you're trying to succeed, start first by building genuine relationships and start first by giving value to the people that you come across. And like like Adib said, you know, he had, he was not even thinking about pro Unitas, but because he spent time in the right places with the right people and giving value and talking about um, the, the the problems in schools and different things. When it came time for this vision um, to be birthed, basically these people were there and, and they helped him birth the vision. They helped him come and, and, and get all these things done. So I will say, please spend time building the right relationships and like Adib said, it is not easy. It's not an easy journey. Um, being an entrepreneur it does not mean that you're on an island on your own, <laughs> but it really just means that having the right people around you. And Adeep, let's talk about teams because I like you know, I know you did not do this on your own and you shared with me just how wonderful your team are. Can you tell the audience just the importance of what having the right team around you at the beginning of any venture?
0: no absolutely i mean you know uh, it, it is it, it is critical and 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 sometimes like you know you wonder it's like a chicken and an egg situation it's like you need capital to hire great talent and then you know you need great talent to continue the business and build capital i mean so 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 so, so it is it is an interesting dynamic um uh, uh, you know i mean the importance of team and again you know your first people um you know, or, or the individuals at the start, you know, they have to also be individuals that are, are, that are close to you, that, that there's a level of trust and a level of, you know, good relationship that exists between, you know, you and them. Um, and, and, and they have to be equally invested in this, in this venture as, as, as you are. Um, that is important. And, and I think what's also important is, you know, to be transparent and set clear expectations from the beginning. Um, no matter how close you are with someone, um, it is extremely important that there is always a separation, in a way, between personal and business. And, um, and 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 sometimes, you know, there are because that allows you then to really put the business. I mean, you know, for everybody to have the business first. I mean, I think that that is really sometimes um, what ends up happening is sometimes, um, you know you you know, it gets, um, it becomes like very gray or muddy water. It's like, is, you know, I don't want to make this decision um, because I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but it's in the best interest of the agency. Um, and so we'll make long decisions. However, you know, one thing that I have learned is it's okay if the people that were with you at the beginning are no longer with you now. That's, I mean, there are, there are individuals that are with you from the beginning that are still with you now, and, and they might continue, they might not. Um whatever the case is, there's nothing better than transparency um and and having hard conversations. I think that sometimes as entrepreneurs, there's that level where you want to please everybody, and I think that that yes. is um you know you kind of pay that debt um later on um if you avoid hard conversations with people um from the beginning um uh, uh, or say, well, you know, I don't think that that's gonna come up or or I don't think they're gonna do that, or I'm gonna do whatever the case is. Um, it's just very important that critical information and, and 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 critical conversations happen, because that's a healthy team. I mean, every team wants clarity, process, um, and and an understanding. I mean, and 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 if it's not this, and if this is not the place for uh, you know an individual at that point, it's okay. We, we move on and, and and so on. But. Um, you never want people to feel that they were slided or that they were lied to, or you know, you know, uh, because let me tell you this, Nancy. Like, you as an entrepreneur are is managing change every single second, you know, and yeah. and it's not that sometimes that you promise someone something and the you know it's it's just that the business evolves and and you evolve with it and sometimes as it evolves, people are like, well, that's not really what I signed up for, and that's okay, but. You always have to have the infrastructure in place where these hard conversations and changes are known up front, that this is not something that is maybe going to stay the same in a month or a year or so.
1: Wow. That is such great advice, Adeep. And I really like that you brought that up and, you know, be transparent and set the right expectations. Um, I know when when I was first starting out in business, you know, um, I made the mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make is by hiring uh, family members and friends and people that are just close to you and really um, not setting the right expectations and not communicating um, the true heart of the vision or where the vision is headed. And so you get people coming in and if you're not careful, you find yourself basically um, not, not heading the direction that you intended to head and why one because you're afraid to have difficult conversations and you're afraid to get rid of the of the wrong people on your team and um you mentioned that you know really just setting that right expectation and it really reminds me that uh a phrase that i heard that uh, familiarity breeds contempt so basically if people get too familiar with you you're then your voice can be silenced. As the visionary, as the leader, if you allow people to get too familiar and not separate that personal from the business or separate that personal relationship from the professional, then your voice is silenced. You can no longer tell them, you can no longer be an effective leader. So as you're listening today, make sure that you you kill all traces of familiarity. If you have people on your team that are too familiar with you to see you as the visionary, to see you as the leader, something needs to change. And I think, Adiv, you will agree with me on that point because if you have the wrong people on your team because you're you're afraid to have the hard conversations, your vision will struggle. And it sounds, so does that sound about right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, it's, it is a hard job um, because, you know, you want to balance... Um, being a humble and a servant leader and and support, but but it, you know you know a deadline is a deadline, and and we have to hold each other accountable, and and and, and that's really where the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I echo that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, a deadline is a deadline, and the moment, um, as a as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a visionary uh, founder, the moment you allow excuses to set in that is all that's going to continue to happen within your organization is people are going to keep making excuses and no one will be accountable and your vision will suffer and you're going to wonder why you're stagnant is because you've allowed excuses to become a, 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 um, a norm within your company culture. And so let's talk about um, as a new entrepreneur, uh, when you started pro-unitize with your team, what are some struggles that you faced and how did you overcome them?
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, the the struggles, opportunities um, are vast. I mean, you know, sometimes the the thing is, is I think we have to change our mindset that there's no choices in life. I think that there's something called trade-offs. I, I no longer look at things as choices. I look at them as trade-offs. Um, Uh, You know, of course, choices do have a place. But, I mean, in the business world, um, you know, you're always, you know, for the most part, trading one thing for the other. Uh, And so, um, to me, you know, of course, one of the biggest struggles is maintaining, um, you know, staying really – sitting well with the idea that a lot is uncertain. You know, I mean, as an individual that was very scientifically trained, uh, you know, a lot is kind of like fact, like this happens and this happens and this happens. I think that the biggest struggle uh, has been, and I, you know, continue to get better at it because I, I truly believe that it's something that is a continuous growth process, um, is one, uh, you know, being okay with uncertainty and getting used to the feeling um, of uh, you know that, that 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 you get with uncertainty. Uncertainty breeds anxiety, um, it breeds fear, um, it breeds depression, it, a lot of different things. And I think the more that you are able to acknowledge that uncertainty is necessary in a way, try to start to enjoy it, and and, and a lot then starts to kind of go away. Like your anxiousness goes down, your fear goes down. And I think when those things go down. Uh, You're able to see the light much better. Like you're able to make better strategic decisions. You're able to free up your mind from always being fearful, um, you know, to focusing on things that will propel and focusing on things that the organization will go forward. Um, The other struggle is, of course, that you have to be a really, you know, a multitasking. And I'm not a big believer of of multitasking, to be honest. And so, you know, there's a lot of discipline that needs to take place, um, you know, in the early stages of you know, finishing this and then this and then this It's like, you know, like I, I, I you know, I go to the office and I will be doing my emails and, and that's what I'm going to be doing for the next hour. I'm not going to be looking at my phone. I'm not going to be, you know, on, on LinkedIn or any of that. So um, the third thing is having a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. So instead of saying I can't afford this, changing the question to how can I afford this? Um, instead of saying, well, I can't do this, i'm saying how can i do this um, and so i think um and, and then of course the fourth thing is you know you don't have to be lonely in this um it's definitely a place where you know your friends might not be entrepreneurs um they might have you know the 9 to 5 job and so relating with them and 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 how much work you have to put in might be very different um and and so so those are really um you know things don't have to be lonely um you can engage and find others that 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 you that that you know you would kind of like build a community um, of support around you, um, and so those are really the four things. I mean, I would specifically focus on the growth mindset and the uncertainty piece because I believe that those personally have been the greatest um, uh, things that I've acknowledged early on, and I feel have helped me at times of a lot of struggle um, and challenging times in building an organization, uh, because. You know, it changed my view on failure. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it, it's just, you know, how do you make all the right decisions? How do you, how, how do you be the greatest CEO? Well, you make all the right decisions, and and how do you make all the right decisions? You make all the wrong ones. I believe Jeff Bezos said that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so and so that's, uh, you know, if you look at failure from a growth mindset, your outlooks are much more promising
1: than if you look at failure from a fixed mindset. Yes, yes, yes. I love your um idea there about the growth mindset. It's really just changing the dialogue. You know, like the examples you gave, rather than saying I cannot do this, you say, how can I do this? And if we approach every problem with that in mind, even knowing that we need other people to help us solve those problems, there's so much you can accomplish by just changing the dialogue and by having that growth mindset of, hey, rather than always seeing obstacles, I'm going to see opportunities to, to do something and opportunities to grow. And, and knowing that life is uncertain, um, especially the life of an entrepreneur, it is definitely uncertain, but the, the way you view your perspective of that uncertainty can really also help you overcome a lot of obstacles that may come. And deep thank you so much for sharing uh, these four struggles that you face. and thanks for being transparent. Now, um, let's before we we we, we finish today, uh, can you share with the audience your your website, your information, and uh, where your organization is headed from here on out?
0: Absolutely. Well, our, our um, you know, we are a nonprofit. Um, uh, you know, we uh, our website is www.prounitas.org. Um, a lot of people, you know, um, ask. Well, this is an interesting nonprofit because it's technology, and we're like, yes, we believe in affordable technology for the people who most need it, and and that is why we we fundraise a portion, and then you know, we 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 also have um, program service revenue, uh, you know, by get, by giving people access to our platform. Uh, and and where we are headed next is you know we want to continue to grow our impact um, uh, you know of uh, you know we're in 130 schools right now and growing um, we are looking to enter other industries uh, you know we are in it for the long run I mean and that's just like well why are you a nonprofit and we're like because our bottom line is people our bottom line is not about how many you know people are using this it's it's about, you know or or how much is this worth this is about people this is about changing lives we are not looking to sell this organization and that is why we we remain a non-profit because we truly believe that organizations um need our 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 platform um and and I truly believe that a lot of the reasons why they don't currently have it is that because it's so expensive from the for-profit market so so you know that is really our our thing and, and where we want to head and where we want to go. Um, in addition to that, we are, you know, this is, this is not official yet. However, we are um, launching an endowment um, campaign or, you know, a reserve campaign um, so that that could be sustainable work in the future. Um, you know, such a fund will help us continue to innovate, um, will be long-term, um, and will allow us to do exciting things. Um, uh, and it's an opportunity for the public um, and donors to have a lasting impact.
1: Wow. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. Um, and so guys, please, please check out uh, the website. And it's www.prounitas.org that's P-R-O-U-N-I-T-A-S dot O-R-G. And just really see um, everything that they're doing, everything that their software is all about. And I cannot wait for this um, endowment program <laughs> to come in and please support and talk about it, share about it, and really let's get, um, like you said, the bottom line, let's get uh, this into the hands of a lot more people that can really get the help uh, from Adib's um, and his team's uh, programs and software. But Adib, I, I'm truly enjoying this conversation, and you've given us so much information, and I want to thank you so much and for being our guest on the show today.
0: Thank you. thank you so much, Nancy. It was an honor and a pleasure. And thank you for all that you do to entrepreneurs. I mean, um, I'm sure sharing the stories of uh, various women and men and, and, and lots of other individual stories um, is, 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 is beneficial to the larger community at large. And so thank you so much for that.
1: Absolutely. No, thank you. Thank you so much. And audience, I want to say thank you for listening in today. I'm truly honored every time you guys tune in. And if you need more, um, help, if you want to get in touch with me, keep up with me. Once again, you can always visit my website and it's www.triumphantwoman.org. And you can definitely uh, keep up with me there or get more help if you need it. Uh, Adif, thank you so much once again, and I hope to talk to you guys soon.
0: Have a great day. Bye-bye, Nancy. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Diary of a Female Entrepreneur. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a raving review, subscribe, share, and send us your questions. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at www.triumphantwoman.org. Join your host, Nancy Mensa, and a surprise guest next time for another episode of the Diary of a Female Entrepreneur.